Welcome back, good people of Destination Debbie. Y'all know who it is. It's your boy, Ray GQ. I am actually live today on June the 16th with the patrons, the All Gas Army, the squad members of Destination Debbie for this trade show that will not drop until Saturday because that's how we do it. We drop the damn things on Saturday. But I am going to Hawaii, going on vacation. Uh, so I wanted to make sure that I hit y'all with some trades. And more so than anything, I want y'all to, to understand and know that GQ practices what he preaches. I don't just tell people to go do this, go do that, trade for this person, trade for that person, and not do it. I don't do that. I don't operate like that. I, I keep it real. Um, I, I tell the truth. I go out there and acquire the same players that I'm telling you to do. So we are going to start this trade show out looking at some deals that old GQ made this past week in my home dynasty league. Now, normally for those of you who are new to the channel, on the trade shows, this is what happens. Squad members post their trades in the Discord and they list out all kinds of shit, right? League scoring, uh, super flex single quarterback, IDP, yada, yada, yada. But on the trade show, I don't do that. I don't tell y'all that because I try to make it applicable for, for single quarterback, super flex, it doesn't matter. But since I'm the host and I'm going to talk about my own trades, I'm going to hedge and explain the situations as to why I did what I did, because that's how I do, because that's what I'm going to do. Now, before we get started, this show is powered and brought to uh, us every week by our partner Sleeper Wire up there in the corner up there to be there when I do the post pro. But Sleeper Wire, uh, they got a party in Canton, Ohio. Make sure you check the descriptions in YouTube below so you can get tickets to that event for the Fantasy Football Expo. I think it's like in August sometime. Sleeper Wire, dope partners, good content. Make sure y'all rock with them. Follow them on Twitter. Rock with all their content. Um, but yeah, let me scoot over so y'all can see the deals. And then we're going to pull up the deals that GQ made this week. Now listen, comments, y'all keep it real. Keep it real and tell me what y'all think about these because I haven't posted these in the Discord because, you know, I, I try to save them for the show. So I made three deals, same league. This is my home dynasty league, tiered PPR, half point per reception for running back, one point for reception for wide receivers and two points PPR for tight ends. It's a super flex league. Uh, start uh, one quarterback, two running backs, two wide receivers, one tight end, four flex spots, one super flex spot. So I just give a ton of flexibility. So in this league, I traded Ryan Tannehill and Cortland Sutton for Tua Tungabailoa and DeAndre Swift. That was the first like chain of events that popped off. I needed a running back in the worst way. I do not like to dynasty without having solidified running backs. I don't like it. It doesn't feel good when you have to throw out Kenyon Drake and Kerryon Johnson every week. And I needed to make a change because last year, my roster was stacked and I was ravaged by injuries. Like from top to fucking bottom, everybody got hurt. So I wanted DeAndre Swift. Now, I just put out a film session on DeAndre Swift telling y'all don't panic about D Swift. Don't panic about Jamal Williams. Don't panic about Todd Gurley. Don't panic about Adrian Peterson or whoever the fuck they're going to bring in. Don't panic. And I went out and got the dude from a player that I just talked about with the squad in the film session, Ryan Tannehill, who I believe is an undervalued asset at quarterback. I think Ryan Tannehill, three, four years of elite Tannehill production left, and I shipped him away in Superflex for Tua, who threw five interceptions in a monsoon during a drill where they were trying to fit the ball in a tight window, so he stinks now. Sarcasm. If you're not watching on YouTube, pure sarcasm. Like, I was on record thinking that Tua had a chance to be the quarterback one in 2020 prior to his hip injury. You know, injured his hip, Joe Burrow, QB1, boom. 
But Tua, man, like his situation was crap last year. Albert Wilson, Jakeem, Grant, uh, and Devontae Parker. Like, that's what he had. And then they were rotating him and Ryan Fitzpatrick in and out. The, the, the receiving weapons are infinitely better this year. With Jalen Waddle and Will Fuller on board, another step forward for Mike Gusecki. Miles Gaskin is back. I, I love Tua's situation. I still think he's a rock-solid quarterback, too. So to pivot off of Tannehill to get Tua, to pivot off of Cortland Sutton, who I'm a big fan of, uh, to get DeAndre Swift, I felt like it was worth it. Y'all let me know. I like Tua and DeAndre Swift over Ryan Tannehill and Cortland Sutton for my team. Now, the second deal that I made, and this all happened like in the same day, I traded my 2022 second and the 2022 fourth for Chicago Bears wide receiver Darnell Mooney. I got a film breakdown coming out next week about Darnell Mooney. I, I think he's everything that we want Deontay Johnson to be and more. Like we've, I think this kid is special, 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 special. I think you're looking at a rock solid top twenty wide receiver. If he can get, if he can get Justin Fields in there, and Fields gives him the Chris Olave treatment, I am bullish. Like after I did the film session on Mooney, and some of y'all in here are in leagues with me, I sent out offers in every league I was in to get Darnell Mooney. Everyone. It happened in like two or three, I got him, but I sent that out in every league to get Darnell Mooney, all right? So here goes uh, Carl, I appreciate this. He says, first one, 50-50 in a vacuum. So he's like 50-50 to a Swift in a vacuum, right? Uh, we got one right here, you Rob Mooney. Listen, a lot of people aren't, listen, a lot of people aren't on him. A lot of people aren't on him, I love him. Now the final part to the GQ retool was I traded Michael Thomas and James Robinson for Will Fuller and Ezekiel Elliott. Will Fuller on a one-year deal, get the Will Fuller to a stack. Neither of them are going to see the field for my team, uh, like unless something happens, which something happened last year, so shit, they might have to play. Zeke Elliott. Let's talk about Zeke. And this is a trade show, so I don't want to dive too deep into it, but I think a lot is being overblown about Zeke falling off a cliff. The Cowboys, being a resident Texan down here in Dallas, no Dak. They're starting Ben Denaki, then Ben Denik, the, 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 the booty. They starting him. They got Andy Dalton getting concussed. Gary Gilbert's playing. No Lyle Collins. First year without Travis Frederick. Tyron Smith was banged up. Zach Martin, the Terminator himself, was hurt. Offensive line in shambles. Absolute shambles. Not to mention a new offensive coordinator, new offensive coaching staff. Well, new offensive coaching staff. I'm fine with Zeke. He's 25. He's 25. He's going to be fine. As long as he stops fumbling the damn ball, Zeke is still a top 10 running back in the NFL. So I traded for Zeke and Will Fuller, gave up Michael Thomas and James Robinson. I think MT's in line for a monster season. Uh, you know, seasonal fantasy leagues, I've got him as a top six wide receiver in fan regular, just seasonal leagues. I don't care if it's Jameis or Taysom. He's going to get targets. He's going to be all right. And then I talked about James Robinson. I don't think he's dead. You know, we're hearing all the reports about Travis Etienne being a slasher and then wanting to use him at receiver, running back, slasher role. I think James Robinson's in line for a nice workload, and he could be a back-end RB2, mid to back-end RB2, good flex play at running back position. So what did all of this do for old GQ's roster? All these deals, right? All these deals. And, and oh, Abe, Zeke is a top five back, so he just corrected me. Get out of here with that top 10. But, dude, he's still young. He's still young. They had their entire offensive line was ravaged last year, completely just destroyed, right? I don't know why people are all out on Zeke. So what did this do for old, old GQ? 
Let's take a look because I love this. This is my favorite roster. Second favorite roster in all fantasy, all my leagues. So my starting lineup, starting lineup, Dak Prescott, Christian McCaffrey, Ezekiel Elliott, Allen Robinson, Cooper Cup is my receivers. I just have them in here. Then I've got George Kittle at tight end. Remember, two points for reception for tight ends. My flex players, Clyde Edwards-Elair, DeAndre Swift, DJ Moore, Terry McLaurin. My super flex quarterback, Justin Herbert. Everybody that you saw outside of Swift and Zeke that I traded for are on the bench. Darnell Mooney on the bench, Will Fuller on the bench, Tua Tungvaloa on the bench. I also have TJ Hawkinson. I've got Tyler Boyd. I have Jared Goff as a receiver. Chris Herndon. I'll never quit Chris Herndon. You know I got Jalen Rager on my team as well. So this team, I felt like to make those moves to bolster my starting lineup, you know, I got Chase Edmonds and Kenyon Drake. To bolster my starting lineup, to get Zeke in the starting lineup, to get DeAndre Swift in the starting lineup, like, it made sense. It made sense for me to do this deal. So once again, Dak and Herbert, McLaurin, Moore, Swift, Edwards, Elaire, Kittle, Cup, A-Rob, Zeke, CMC, and uh, just so you know, I have no picks in 2022, and I had no draft picks in 2021, none. I, I traded them all away to, to build this monster. Now... Let's talk about Deshaun Watson for a bit. And I'm going to ask all the squad members um, to sort of, I like what McNutted did here. I like what he did. So he posted this trade in the chat basically saying, y'all shit on me when I made this deal in May. Look at what turned out now. So the trade is he got Deshaun Watson and the 106 for Tua, the 112, and two 2022 first round picks. Now, the 106 ended up becoming... Uh, Justin Fields, and the 112 ended up becoming Trey Sermon. So what he did is he traded Deshaun Watson. He traded for Deshaun Watson and Justin Fields for two of Trey Sermon and two first-round picks in 2022. Um, and, and, you know, it's all delayed. It's tape delay and all that. Why Zeke name on the block? That's just what it was traded to be. Uh, those starters, yeah, roster looks unfair. I had the dope roster last year and everybody got hurt. But Deshaun Watson, I... I Legal legalities aside, this is as cheap as you're gonna get them. Like, P, I'm seeing people trade not good players to get for to to just get off of Deshaun Watson, fearful of him. Even if he sits out the entire 2021 season, he's 26 years old. A couple of months ago, like January, February, he was the dynasty quarterback two, dynasty QB two. Now he's falling to third and fourth rounders in startups, and people are saying people are crazy for taking him in the third. Crazy for taking him in the fourth. We just did an entire AMA with the patrons about Mitch Trubisky and Dwayne Haskins and Teddy Two Gloves getting starting jobs in the NFL. Do you really believe outside of a pure conviction that Deshaun Watson is never going to play football again? He ain't never going to play for the Texans again, but he damn sure is going to play in the NFL again. I can almost guarantee you he's going to play in the NFL again. And if you're telling me that all it took for me to get Watson was two first-rounders in 2022, the 112 and Tua, and I get back a first in 2021, the 106, bro, well done. Well done. Good job, McNutted. You know you are a, uh, you're a wild man. We don't see it eye to eye on everything. But you smashed this one, homie, and the cards fell right because I'm assuming in Superflex, this was a Superflex trade, the top five picks went Lawrence, Lance, 
Harris, Pitts, Chase, Justin Fields falling. And I believe that with all this nonsense about Andy Dalton starting the season, Justin Fields is going to drop even like he's going to continue to be picked around that 6-7 range, which should just be awesome and outstanding for everybody uh, drafting in that range in Superflex. So let's check a deal with Antonio Gibson. So we got a deal here. Clyde Edwards-Elair, Elijah Moore, two fifth rounders in 2022 were acquired for Antonio Gibson, Nico Collins, and a 2022 second. Best player in the deal. We always start best player in the deal is Antonio Gibson, followed by Clyde, followed by Moore, followed by Collins, followed by the second. So I already lean the Gibson side. Doesn't really matter if this is single quarterbacks or super flex. Super Well, kind of matters if it's super flex with the 2022 second because that means if six of these quarterbacks are coming out in 2022 like we think, it's going to push some value down. So that 2022 second in super flex is a little more valuable. But let's just look at it from just on the merit, right? Gibson, Clyde, but not by a lot in my opinion. I think Clyde takes unfair heat because of people like me. People like me. GQ and and Ryan McDowell and Rich Rebar and Nate Liss and Ryan Lopes. Those are all my boys, so I'm not talking shit about it. But blame the analysts. Blame all of us for putting all these unreal expectations on Clyde that he was going to be CMC out the gate. And I, I will never stop talking about this. After week one of the 2020 season, you could not. There were leagues where you could not trade Christian McCaffrey straight up to get Clyde. People were like, nope. So I think he took a lot of unfair uh, heat. He's the, the lead back with an improved offensive line on a great offense. I want Clyde Moore over Gibson and Collins. I, I believe that the, the Elijah Moore hype is real. The kid was good at Ole Miss, and I'm not just talking last year. When you're on the field with Demarcus Lodge, Dawson Knox, DK Metcalf, and AJ Brown, and you're on the field playing as a 18-year-old true freshman, you're the goods, man. You're the goods. And then he goes out there, he aces the pre-draft process. Combine spectacular. Pro day spectacular. Well, no combine, you know what I'm saying. Pro day spectacular. And then every fucking report that we hear out of the Jets camp, he's that dude. And he's building a rapport with Zach Wilson. I think this is a home run side. Give me Clyde and Elijah Moore over Antonio Gibson and Nico Collins, man. It's um, it's it's going to be legit. And back to the Watson point, this is a great – dude, you hit some gems today. Y'all, Michael Vick played in the NFL again. Watson going to be back in 2022 easy. I can't get him in my league, but get him in yours. And listen, I'm not going to dive into all of that. We know Vick did, served his time, but he came back to the NFL and got a contract, I believe – didn't he sign? Didn't Vic sign a hundred million dollar deal after prison? Talent, man. So, quick story as I digressed. Uh, grew up in Vegas. Uh, friends of mine. Uh, I don't want to name the NFL players, but NFL players that played very, very high level, very good potential Hall of Fame running back. Uh, there was a wedding this past weekend, and had an opportunity to talk to some players like Roddy White, Orlando Pace, um, some some dope, some real legit cats, and Roddy White. Uh, the question was asked to Roddy White, and uh, it was like, yo, what was it like catching passes from Matt Ryan and Mike Vick? And he said, Matt Ryan, you could see him because he's so tall and big, and you can see the ball. And then he said, Mike Vick, you could never see him. You just saw the ball launch in the air. That's what Roddy White said. So you could never, never see Mike Vick. You just saw the ball go in the air. So just funny digress. digress. But all right, James Robinson. 
James Robinson deal. So J-Rob was acquired for Denzel Mims in the 2022 second. Again, because we're just talking about skill position players, I don't think it really matters. Super flex or single quarterback. Oh, Denzel Mims. Uh, it's early. It's early. It's early. It's early. But um, I'd rather positive news than negative news. I'll just say that. I know it's news. I know it's mini camp. I know there's a lot that can change. But I'd rather good news opposed to bad news. And right now, all the news out of New York is it's Keelan Cole, it's, it's Elijah Moore, it's Corey Davis, and Mims is running with the twos. I just don't like it. I don't like it. And I'm about to give you all the worst analysis an analyst can ever give you. But those damn Baylor wide receivers, I thought I learned my lesson from Kendall Wright and Terrence Williams. I mean, Terrence Williams had some usable seasons. Josh Gordon, no, he had an elite season. Uh, I thought Tevin Reese, I thought I learned my lesson. And here I am back in the Baylor wide receiver pool, and it's it's not looking good. But I don't think J-Rob is dead. I like this side of the deal. Give me James Robinson over Denzel Mims and the 2022 second, all right? So let's see what we got here. All right. The most hated, the most hated quarterback in fantasy football. Somebody's at my door. Who's at my door? The most hated quarterback in fantasy football plays for the New England Patriots, and I don't know why he is just I don't I don't get it. I don't get why everybody hates Mac Jones. But Mac Jones was acquired for two 2022 seconds and a 2023 third. I'm going to assume, I'm going to assume this is a super flex league because it does it makes no sense. Why you'd even be trying to get Mac Jones in a single quarterback league? Like, give me the picks if it's single quarterback. But in Superflex, this is this is crazy. Two seconds and a third in 2023 for starting a for top 15 pick at quarterback. Do you hate Mac Jones that much? Because he's built like Hank Hill, because he may not, he doesn't have the strongest arm, because he's not the most fleet of foot. If there's any team that I believe can make a quarterback look good, it's New England. If as long as the quarterback's not Jared Stidham, but Jared Stidham stunk out of Auburn. He was stank. Another Baylor product, right? Baylor Auburn product. Stunk. Um, but Mac Jones for two seconds and a third and super flex. If this is the going rate for Mac Jones, all of you watching now live and the thousands of you that will watch later, go tr- go put out offers. Maybe I need to go send out some offers for Mac Jones. And it's not even that I am, like, I just, I was on record. He wasn't my QB1. He wasn't my QB2. He wasn't my QB3. I just thought he was a lot better than people gave him credit for. And to get a starting quarterback in super flex uh, for two seconds in the third, that's a steal. All right. This one, because I've done this show twice. The first time I did this show, I recorded off the computer audio, so I had to redo it. So this one, I, I've got a better grasp on what I would do. So this trade, and we'll look at it from both lenses because I think the answer varies single quarterback to super flex here. Justin Herbert, James Robinson in a 2023 first for Allen Robinson, Sam Darnold, Antonio Gibson in a 2022 first. Big boy deal. I like big boy deals. Best player in the deal, single quarterback, Antonio Gibson. Super flex, Justin Herbert. So in single quarterback leagues, I probably, probably would rather Antonio Gibson 
Allen Robinson, Sam Darnold in the 2022 first, opposed to Herbert, J. Rob in the 2023 first, probably in a single quarterback league. Super flex. I want Herbert in the 2023 first with James Robinson. I mean, it, because when you start looking at value, right, and super flex, Herbert, Darnold by a mile. I don't think you can trade Darnold, A. Rob in the 2022 first and get Herbert, let alone, like, th this varies big time. Like, I, and uh, I, I need some comments here. Like, super flex, I think it's I think it's the Herbert 2023 first side. But I don't want to say quite a bit, but I, I like that side a lot better. I like that side a lot better. Even though I think there could be some resurrection for Darnold, maybe in Carolina. And if there is, then I think the deal gets a little more interesting. If Darnold can perform well, we're waiting for a contract extension. Like if he can get extended, if he plays well enough to get an extension, then there's some, you know, there's some job security there. You get a top flight receiver. You get a top ascending running back. You get a first round pick in 2022. For let's say if the 106, if the 2023 first is the 106, you're looking at a Jameer Gibbs, a Keishawn Boutte right now in the 2023 class, you know, notwithstanding other 2022 guys going back. But um, yeah, Superflex, Herbert Robinson in 2023 first, single quarterback, A Rob, Antonio Gibson, Sam Darnold in the 2022 first round pick. But the comments are saying, I like it for both sides. That's a good package to cash out on Herbert and Superflex. Hey, I didn't say that, but, you know, I think Jay Rich is running this. I dig it for both, but I agree with your takes, yeah. Uh, yeah, I just, I, I just, for me and Superflex, I just, I need quarterback stability, man. Like, I just hate having to, like, panic about that, man. Uh, here goes a dissenting J-Rob opinion. I'm, I'm still, oh, still in on J-Rob, so I'm in on the Herbert side for Superflex. I like the deal. Yeah, it's a good deal for both teams. I think it's a good deal for both teams, but... Herbert in the 2023 first is, uh, is nasty, man. That's nasty, nasty, nasty. All right, the final deal. When I first saw this, I was like, oh, this is like runaway, you know, easy stuff, right? But I think we got to look at it both sides, single quarterback, super flex. I've been on the record of saying Patrick Mahomes, no matter what, super flex leagues, I don't care what the cost is, you go get Patrick Mahomes. I don't care. Like, He's going to be QB, he's going to be a top five quarterback for the next 10 years plus. Top five. You, you just set it. And for, like, there's a strategy that I'm trying out where in a super flex startup, I got Mahomes and I just said, fuck quarterback. Like, I don't even care. I got Jared Goff as my QB too. Like, he, he just provides such an advantage that having that on your team is just, it's, it's a very comforting feeling to have Patrick Mahomes. So Patrick Mahomes and Elijah Moore were acquired for Stephon Diggs, Zach Wilson, Joe Mixon in the 2022 second. <clears throat> Superflex, I want Mahomes and Elijah Moore. I want Mahomes and Elijah Moore. Single quarterback league. I want the package, but I still think it's kind of close, but it's not really close. Give me Diggs, Mixon, and Zach Wilson and single quarterback leagues and Superflex. I just want Mahomes, man. Now, if Zach Wilson can become, what's his ceiling, y'all? Top 10? Top 10 quarterback in fantasy? It's his ceiling. Mixon, if he can bounce back, you got a top 10 running back. No digs. I'm being conservative here. Diggs, top five wide receiver. Plus a 2022 second. So at ceiling, 
Got top 10 quarterback, top 10 running back, top five wide receiver, 2022 pick. The number one player in super flex, Patrick Mahomes. Some people are sprinkling a little CMC here and there. And then ascending star in Elijah Moore. If the package hits ceiling, I do believe that that package of Wilson, Diggs, Mixon will outscore Mahomes and Moore. But I just... I'm just Patrick Mahomes no matter what, man. If I can get Patrick Mahomes, I want to get Patrick Mahomes. Uh, Jay Rich is top 10 for sure for, for, for Wilson. I don't know about for sure, but I think that's, I think that's fair. Top 12, we got top 12, so we'll, we'll see. We'll see, man. But that, that's where I land on this deal. I thought this was another interesting one. Uh, Carl says, Carl's been active in the trash. I ain't trading Mahomes and more away for that. Love digs, but a lot of risk. Attached to mixing long term, and who knows about Wilson Mahomes side? Yeah, that's where I am, man. I'm just I'm Patrick Mahomes, no matter what. Patrick Mahomes, no matter what. But there we go. Midweek trade show brought to you by the squad members down below, the patrons. Thank y'all uh, for the support. Thank y'all watching on YouTube. Y'all check this out on Saturday, and thank you to uh, my sock partners, man. Make sure y'all check out the description. Got the Texas socks. Got the uh, the military-issued socks. They're not military-issued, but they got fighter planes on it. And shout-out to all of our service members, man, men and women who, who fight for this country to protect us for our freedoms and liberty, man. My mom spent 30 years in the Air Force, so I got nothing but the utmost respect for our service members over here in USA, man. So make sure you check out the description, uh, BigfootBrothersCrazySocks.com to get you some of these wild socks. I wear them all the time. Appreciate y'all. Appreciate the squad members for the comments today. Um, and keep the trades flowing. I need more trades. I need more trades. YouTube comments said they want to see Kyle Pitts. I can't make them trade Kyle Pitts, and I can't make them trade for Kyle Pitts. I would not advise trading for Kyle Pitts. But they said they want to see more Kyle Pitts. They said they want to see more Kyle Pitts, so y'all need to make it happen. So, uh, yeah. Yeah. Thank y'all, man. Appreciate y'all. Y'all be easy. Uh, we got a ton of content dropping this week. Debbie shows, film sessions, a whole bunch of shit, man. But I appreciate the support, the love. Out of this thing. Peace.